K-pop music. 24 hours a day. We play the hits. Other stations still have bonus to play. The one and only English-speaking station in Moscow. Capital. Capital FM. My name is Alan Moore and this is Capital Sports of Moscow's Capital FM. You are very, very welcome to a snowy Moscow. It is chilly outside, but we're going to heat up the airwaves as always with the very best news, views, reviews, previews and interviews in the world of sports. Yes, I've been asked to say that again uh, this week because people said that they missed it. I don't believe that for a moment. They just wanted to um, have me make a, a fool of myself on air. But anyway, what's new? Uh, in a moment, we're going to speak with Andy Mack and Steve Kay of the Transfer Exchange Show. We're going to speak about football football transfers, tennis, and we'll mention NFL as well because that's going on uh, tonight, the main playoffs. Uh, In part two, we're going to tackle, um, let's just say, a very real issue, uh, one that we have tackled before, we've discussed before many times, even when we were off air on Capital Sports 2.0, we went into it in great detail and discussed it and so on and so forth. Um, And it's one that in the sports media, too often we're extremely guilty of, well, let's just say, in inverted commas, understanding, which is absolutely nonsense. But anyway, it's all about um, your bad befa- behaviour off the field. Uh, our legal eagle, Isla Cody, uh, and our man in Siberia, Andrew Flint, will be here. Unfortunately, Peter P won't be with us this evening. He is a little bit under the weather. And also, of course, Double N, he is out this week because he is just recovering from an operation. So our best wishes to both of them. And of course, to my own son, who Tim, who might be listening right now, uh, who is recovering. He's still a bit sick, but he's recovering from COVID. Yes, folks. COVID is extremely real. We know in Moscow it is rising all the time. So I remind you of this at the very end of the show as well. Mask up. Be careful. Take care of yourselves. All right. This is very, very important for all of your health. Um, Okay. So, uh, folks, we will now um, then go on to the uh, Big Five Filthy Quiz. So, okay. So uh, here we go, folks. We are going to... um, speak uh, shortly to uh, Andy Mack. Hopefully he will be there with us and Steve Kay as well. Before we do, of course, there's lots of action um, ongoing at the moment in the world of sports. Of course, Rafael Nadal quite unbelievably won the uh, US Open, or sorry, the Australian Open. There you go, I'm thinking ahead. Uh, So he won the Australian Open in an absolute five-set thriller. It was just uh, unbelievable, I think, is the best word for it. Definitely is the best word for it. Uh, in the African Cup of Nations, that was ongoing. Ten-man Burkina Faso, they got past um, Powerhouse's Tunisia. Tunisia, of course, they were very unlucky, but they, they it was a first-half goal, but they went out. Egypt, they got past Morocco 2-1 today. And, of course, yesterday as well, Cameroon, they beat Gambia 2-0. Okay, 2-0. And... Uh, Starting now in just a minute, just about to kick off, is Senegal and Equatorial Guinea. That's going to be a big one. Senegal are hot favourites for that. Equatorial Guinea, they just might, mm, they just might pull off a bit of a shock. Uh, okay, later on this evening, of course, there is American football. It is the AFC and NFC championships. The Bengals. Isil Cody's very own. They are um, playing the Chiefs at the old Arrowhead Stadium. That is a big one. That's for the AFC Championship. And then the 49ers travel to LA to take on the Rams. So it's a California Derby for the NFC Championship. Okay. Uh, right away, before we go any further, because I do have lots more to speak, of course, the Winter Olympics is coming up. Um, Andy Mack and Steve Kay, I'll say, I'll go in order. Andy Mack, are you there? I'm here. Lovely. And How Steve K. Very, very good. Uh, thank you, Andy. Uh, Steve K., you're there with us as well? Yeah, you're doing, Alan. You're okay? I'm all right. I've noticed my, 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 my voice has a more husky sound than usual. Is that it true? Does. Yeah? Yeah. 
Yeah. Getting ready, no, getting ready for sexy February. <laughs> That's yeah. what it is, fabulous February. Yeah. Yeah, there I'm you go. Sitting, a bit worried sitting there. Yeah, I'll start to, sh- I'll shave my legs. But anyway, uh, it is nearly <laughs> by the way. <laughs> that game's kicked off. It's nearly. Um, Andy Mack, I want to start with you, uh, just on that because you were covering that, of course, as well. Nadal Medvedev, uh, our own Daniel Medvedev. Um, Medvedev. A lot of people didn't like him because of his outbursts in the semi-final, which I felt were justified. He handled it not well, but he was saying you can't be coaching, and there was coaching going on uh, by his opponent um, how do you feel about the winner Nadal like are you happy sad like just not moved at all <laughs> well I don't think Nadal could move at the end of it but um, no I, I, to be honest I'm quite chuffed that he is going to be the first to, to hit 21 titles before Djokovic after the whole <laughs> shenanigans of his visa uh, and I thought I'm, I'm, I mean, t- towards the end, I really thought Medvedev was going to take it because Nadal was really, really having to dig deep. Um, but I think a deserved winner. Um, just an absolute class above everyone else, I think. And that showed with Medvedev's behaviour also in the um, in, in, in the, the, the tie before. I mean, yeah, yeah he, had, he had a fair point, but that's not how you go about it, calling no. the, the umpire an idiot. No, no, I, I, it just, like, I understand, and I can understand, and everyone's like, yo, look at me, look at me, like, scream, it's like, no, don't look, no, I understand, and he's tired, and would all rather like, not look at him. Yeah, I mean, honestly speaking, there's better ways to handle it, but unfortunately, a lot of these, well, you know, we'll speak about it later on the show, um, when athletes feel they're entitled, they're entitled to do what they want, but, okay, let's move on um, to football, um, uh, Steve, you, of course, you have the very, very best information on football transfers. Um, what transfer surprised you this past week? Um, because, of course, Diaz, he came from Porto to uh, Liverpool. Of course, um, the uh, Newcastle, they've got Guimardes, Gui- Gui- I should say, from Lyon. Um, and it looks like uh, Donny van der Beek is going out to Everton on loan. But what has surprised you? Yeah, I mean, those, those three were, were definitely... Um Main surprise, especially the one Bruno Gamera is going going to Newcastle. I mean that, you know, I, I nearly choked some coffee when when someone told me that one. And um, you know, an excellent player who you know some really top clubs and no disrespect to Newcastle and the, the Donny van der Beek one again. Um, you know, great great to see him leave. I'm, I'm excited to see him get some get some game time. Uh, uh, with my own club, Callum Chambers was, was a big was a big shock. You know, he may be sort of a smaller player who, you know, people out there might, might not, um, you know, might not know that well. But Callum Chambers for, for Aston Villa, I mean, that you know, that just came out of the blue, uh, just came came from nowhere. And um, very very surprised with Tottenham as well. They they bringing in um, Dujan Kulovetsky from from Juventus, um, another one that was connected with other clubs, with Arsenal, with Manchester United, with Chelsea. And, and Tottenham came in and they got their name. And uh, to be honest with Alan, there's like a there's a list of stuff that's that's happened this week, which uh, I'm dare say there's going to be loads tomorrow. Um, I'm going to ask you this because uh, I've invested interest to a large degree in it. Declan Rice is going to move this summer. That's what I mm. keep hearing, and I know mm. you've mentioned it as well. And I've, a lot of people have said this to me as well um, that he's going to move in the summer. Um, is there how, what kind of percent would you put on that, Steve? <clears throat> I'd give 100% due to the fact that Manchester United will be making the offer and he is their number one target to go and get. Paul, Paul Pogba, he won't be signing a new contract. He, he won't be staying beyond uh, beyond the summer and, and people will be crazy to 
offer him the wages after he's performed for Manchester United over his time there. So Declan Rice is is the main man. He would be the next one to go for. Whether they're getting is is another thing. West Ham have whacked a hundred million pound on top of his head, and I don't and I don't blame them. But I can it's hundred percent that they will um, will be going in for him. Whether they'll get him, Alan, is is another thing, and I'm and I'm sure from for your sake, yeah, I hope they don't. Yeah, I know, I know. And I've just been given a message to say that I also have to mention that uh, text in hashtag Capital Olympics uh, to plus seven ninety five one 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 zero five three, and you can win a uh, Russian ice hockey jersey. Yeah, one that'll be worn by the uh, Russian Olympic Committee team that are playing in Beijing, of course, as well. Uh, Andy Mack, um, there were a few rumours knocking around the place that uh, a certain Kyogo Furuhashi might be on the move as well. Uh, a big um, big money move uh, going to be made from this uh, winter. Would you be happy or sad with that? That's just come out today, by the way. Uh, I'd, I'd be very sad because I think the Angie Posh, uh, Postacoglu has obviously had a big, a big impact in him moving. Um, and he's only really just got going uh, before his injury. He's out injured at the moment. Uh, whether that's been extended in order to see what kind of offers come in, but I'd I'd, I'd be shocked if he left um, now. I'd be sh- I'd be disappointed if he left next next year as well. Uh, but he does look a, a very very classy player. Yeah, I mean, because even at his what he's twenty twenty six, he's 20, so he's not like a, a young kind of import from Japan. But there are well, the, what I, I saw today was like clubs are looking at him as a you know a kind of a potential um, you know a good addition because he is capable of scoring goals and he's he's back as well in a week, isn't that right, or two weeks? Um, I don't think they've actually given a firm date and when he's going to be back, but he certainly doesn't look like he's going to be making an appearance uh, for the derby on Wednesday. I think it would probably be a week or two after that, probably oh. in time for Europe starting okay. up again. That's uh, no okay. That's good. Uh, good. Okay, um, Steve. Uh, two uh, Barcelona-related stories that popped up again for me. One, uh, Usman uh, Dembele, uh, who mm. is out of contracts, I believe, this summer or next summer. Uh, and there are teams in the English Premier League looking for him. And then Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang uh, mm-hmm. going to Barcelona. Um, is that going to be a swap deal? <clears throat> Alan, your timing is, is absolutely impeccable because just, just as you said that, I just had a message on my phone that uh, Usman Dembele has agreed personal terms of PSG. Oh, uh, PSG. Now, now, now oh, I, I, I'm going to have to play back on that. And, and I'm going to have to check this from when I get off of here. But uh, that, that, that's something that's just literally come popped up on my phone. So uh, put that in your back pocket. Put that to one side, people out there. We'll, we'll check that when we get back off. But on, on the subject of Dembele, I mean, they do, they do need to get him out for one. They, they don't want him to play there no more. They've literally said, if you don't find a new club, you'll, you'll be sitting in the stands. They've got, he's got a World Cup coming up. So that, that's something he certainly you know, he, he doesn't want to happen. Uh, so that PSG thing that's just come through may, may be certainly something that you know will will happen. I've, I've heard there's rumours with, with Spurs, but you know they, they they were looking at him. I've heard rumours with Manchester United, but since found out that 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 wasn't that wasn't true. Um, but I think they were just putting things two and two together after a few things that's gone on over the last day or so with with Manchester United. But go going to Pierre Aubameyang. Yes, yes, they're in advanced talk, but it's, it's a deal that's not it's not 100 percent done. It's not 100 percent done. And about 20 minutes ago, before I come on, 
I'd, I'd heard that um, Barcelona are only prepared to pay a small part of his salary. So, you know, that that's where they were saying advanced, you know, about an hour ago. Um, they that may not be advanced as as, as what some people have, have, have might have been saying, but um, yeah, I'm sure if a Bamiang leaves, though, um, big, you know, uh, uh, Arsenal all eyes will be on Arsenal for more for, for forwards to come in. Yeah, that, that does make sense. Um, Andy, the, uh, Spurs, of course, they've been linked with a lot of people, but then again, it depends if uh, Daniel Levy is going to open up his purse strings. Um, there's a rumour, a rumour that uh, Alvaro Morata, now he's in Italy at the moment, he's going to be sold by Athletic Madrid uh, this winter break. Spurs are in for that. And also um, another Juve player, Rodrigo Betancourt, uh, he well, he he's also been linked with Spurs in this uh, transfer window. Um, if you could get one of those, which which would you want? Well, I think Spurs have actually confirmed a twenty million fee yeah, for Bentecourt. Oh, it's confirmed. Um, sorry, because again, I'm going on. I, I, I prepared two hours ago, so <laughs> sorry, I'm not exactly <laughs> current. My apologies. Regarding <laughs> regarding Morata, it's a bit more complicated now that uh, Dusan Vlajevic has committed COVID gate and going to Juventus. Mm-hmm. Um, Morata being on a loan deal, Atletico Madrid. Uh, there's there's a bit of a confusion there. It seems like he's going to be staying at Juventus until the end of the season, regardless now. Um, but it also seems that Spurs are going to loosen up some pockets now that Leon have got money, and it sounds like Endon Bele might be going back yeah. to Leon um, oh. by by the deadline tomorrow, but that's still largely rumours at the moment. I'm not sure how advanced that is, but then it all it, it all connects back into Arsenal, Vlavic, Barcelona. Um, but it, yeah, it sounds like Aubameyang, the, I mean, back in August, I think Barcelona tried to almost sue Sky Sports for running a story uh, on him being linked and Barcelona said they couldn't afford his wages. So having spent a load of money now on bringing in more players, I don't see how Barcelona will be able to advance that in any way, shape or form. OK, no, that, that actually is a very good point. Again, Barcelona were bankrupt. They were going out of business. They had to get rid of Messi and somehow they found money from God knows where. Um, Steve, um, one quick before I ask you a follow-up question. Uh, Calvin Phillips, the uh, Leeds uh, player, mm-hmm. he also plays for England as well. Um, West Ham apparently are close to a deal for him. They made a fifty million bid, uh, fifty million pounds bid. Um, is there any truth in that, or is it going to get across the line before tomorrow evening? There's there's, there's truth that West Ham did put in a bid in for not not just um, uh, Calvin Phillips, but but Rafinha, but. Again, Alan, I'm sorry. There's, there's, there's no chance. I don't think that that you know that's going to be happening for West Ham tomorrow. Don't apologise. Uh, I'm asking you. You're, you're the expert. I'm just asking you questions, Grant. Uh, no, Leeds no, Leeds would be feeling suicidal there. I think I if think they so. do, they let that. Yeah, they would. Sorry, I just I think what you know, just to say, I think I think what it does to Alan, I think it you know it, it gives a message to not only Leeds but other clubs up there that you know. West Ham are willing to put the money down to go out and buy big players like uh, Rafinha and Kelvin Phillips. And who knows? I mean, that that's a good thing for people like Declan Rice to see when the summer comes up. Well, there, that's a that is a good point. That is a good point because it just shows the club are willing to actually, you know, chase down the top three. Um, Steve, I'm going to stick stick with you first on this, and then give Andy the last word before we have to break. Um, Steve, what what kind of is have you heard sort of? Uh, 
doing the rounds of the clubs and what you expect, what business could be done before tomorrow evening. Give us a nice little hot tip. Oh, that sounds a bit, oh, sounds a bit wrong. Well, Actually, sorry. <laughs> Well, I, th- I think we've got. I think first we've got to mention Christian Eriksen. I mean that that that, that that's a deal that's um, will, will, will be done by by tomorrow. Um, you know, by deadline day. That that that's uh, apparently going to be a, a six a six year contract. Um, we've also got um, Chelsea. Um, I mean, they've been in for um, um, Usman Dembele as well. So that's possibly also one that's going to. Uh, looks like he's going to go through. Will be Burnley and their their hunt for a striker to replace Chris Woods, who went to Newcastle, and that's um, Wolfberg's Wolf Weghorst. If I've pronounced that right, right. And Liverpool were also interested in Fabio Cavallo, a 19-year-old defender from Fulham. That that's looking pretty close. And also Norwich's Todd Cantwell, um, being in talks with Bournemouth today, and been told that that's um, pretty close as well. Uh, there's also we've also with this 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 a bit good news for your side West Ham. Uh, Hugo Etike, I mean, in reams forward yeah. uh, from France, they're, they're they're in talks with with him, and and they're also looking at forward Reese Healy uh, from from Toulouse. So there's there's those as well. Uh, keep your eye on Arsenal tomorrow. I mean, that's going to be all eyes on them, all eyes on Newcastle because I don't think they're. Um, their spending would be is going to, going to be finished. That's that that's for sure. Uh, and again, like what Andrew said there, that then Belly one. It looks like that's that's happening. And uh, yeah, so it looks like okay. Evan Key is going to be staying. Um, Jack is not. Um, he's going to. He's um, sorry. He, he's going to be staying as well. So um, yeah, um, okay. there's, there's a few of those to keep an eye on, mate. All right, lovely. Uh, Andy Mack, last word to you before we get to the break. Um, what do you think we should be looking out for for tomorrow? Who who do you think is going to be on the move? Well, I, I, I definitely think Arsenal are the, are the club that everyone's going to be following to see what happens with Aubameyang. Um, it's £350,000 a week, <laughs> potentially not playing until the end of the season. So I think they'll need to try and get in game time at least. Um, if anyone could afford to pick him up, take the risk on his, on, on his tainted attitude now, that would be interesting. Um, and I think you'll probably find a, a, a bit of movement also in and around London. Uh, I think probably most of the deals for, for Italy kind of look done and dusted. Barcelona will be interesting again tomorrow to see what happens with them. Um, other than that, I, I, I think the big deals will, will be Premier League. They're the ones that Spurs, Chelsea, Arsenal are the ones that have got the money to spend. Mm. So I think it's down to them as to whether the agents are willing to get deals done. But I think the, the Carvalho one for Fulham is really interesting. Okay. Um, his, his contract's up at the end of the year. I think Liverpool have bid £5 million. Um, but I think he'll probably go back on loan to the end of the season. Um, and to be honest, I think the best bit of business Liverpool have already done, which is Luis Diaz coming in yeah. Um, yeah. to offset any fear about Mo Salah and put the ball firmly back in his park for a contract as well. Mm-hmm. All right, um, and I think he's exciting, wonderful player. OK, thank you, guys. Thank yeah. you very much. I'll tell you what, Steve, do you want to come back on with us for the quiz at the end of the show? Yeah, we've got Darwin Newwood who's in talk with West Ham. Oh, oh, thank you. Okay, that's good. Good news. <laughs> Steve, are you are you okay to come on for the end of the show for the quiz? Yes, yeah, sure, mate. Super, right. We'll be calling you back then in just over 20 minutes to join in. So, Andy Max, talk to you then as well. Folks, we're going to head right now to the break. Remember, plus seven, two, plus seven, ninety-five, one, 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 zero, five, three. You have uh, approximately eight minutes left to message in hashtag Capital Olympics to win a Russian Olympic hockey shirt. Going out with... A very appropriate Jesse J and price tag.
Capital Sports with Alan Moore.
with Alan Moore. Very warm welcome back after that. Uh, very, very light musical interlude. Of course, money, uh, price tag was a very, very important thing that we have to uh, discuss. Remember, folks, uh, to grow your sales, brand awareness, and grab your target audience. You need a great brand ambassador. Match Business Consulting represents the brightest stars in Russian sport who will shine around the world for your business. Okay, um, folks, on this segment, we have um, two of our stars of our show, of course, my co-hosts. My, I'm delighted to have them on. We're coming a bit later to them than we expected. Um, and it's something that I think, you know, we, we've discussed before, as I mentioned at the top of the show, this is something that we have spoken about, we have gone into, and we've never given a free pass for anyone um, that has been involved in this kind of behaviour, no matter where they're from. Race, colour, creed, gender, doesn't make a difference, okay? Uh, today, news broke, um, thanks to a social media post by his, well, I guess, ex-girlfriend right now, Mason Greenwood, the Manchester United player, was uh, involved in, um, well, he had beaten her up, he had sexually assaulted her. It was a, a, a very, you know, we're, we have to use the word allegedly in this, okay, so allegedly, so don't, because he's now been arrested for question in Manchester. Um, this is one of the stars of English football. Um, now, we, he's, he's, not had, he's had a checkered pass, but putting that aside will leave us in a standalone thing. So, um, violence off the field, off the court, um, it, it's commonplace. And this summer, right after the um, European Championships, I wrote a piece which was turned down by a number of media outlets, and I had just uh, outlined the misbehaviour of the heroes of the English team. Who, and again, remember, folks, I was supporting England uh, at the Euros. I I hoped that they would go all the way. I hoped that they would win the the European Championship. For the only thing is that because you know they're 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 our neighbours, and I was hoping that they do to that they would do well. Same as in in the 2018 World Cup as well. Um. But the article I'd put together on it basically pointed out some of their not such nice things, like from breaking COVID rules to be basically being above the law. And a lot of that went down to the media. Now, the editors that I had approached to put this out there, they said, oh, it looks like you're trying to kick them when they're down. But I said, no, 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 this is not about the players themselves. This is a reflection on us in the media. I think that scared people more than anything else. That the fact that, you know, we had to point a finger back at ourselves. But remember, when you're pointing the finger at someone, there's three of them pointing back at you. Okay? So that's, it's an important thing. So we're saying, you know, if, if, if I'm capable of not being, you know, perfect, which is very well, I'm definitely not perfect. But if I'm capable of that, then these people too. And they're not role models. That's an absolute nonsense. If you need to have an athlete as a role model, you need to go back and ask your parents, what the hell have you done for me? So again, this is not criticizing anyone. This is just basically a comment on our starting point for tonight's discussion. Um, our legal legal Isil Cody is there, and I know our man in Siberia, Andrew Flint, is there as well. Uh, I will go a gentleman first. Andrew, um, I mentioned the English uh, team who were, you know, again, did brilliant until the very end, and I knew, I tweeted as soon as the final penalty was missed, watch for the avalanche of racial abuse and then what's going to follow up is a lot of virtual signaling from people who really don't give a damn about them in any way, shape or form. Um, they were angels with dirty faces, the whole lot of them, regardless of the colour of their skin. Yeah, I think that's the first point that we have to make. It's it, the, the profile of the people who are irrelevant. Well, I say the profile, the employment of the people is relevant because of the reaction to what's happened. I mean, 
Okay, Harry Maguire. Let's start with him then. Um, England captain was arrested for aggravated assault in in Greece, and he he turned the story around into a tale of pity. I feared for my life. I, they didn't identify themselves. I didn't know what was going on. Um, and suddenly, that was the aspect that was talked about. the The narrative was about how he he was he was scared about how it was dealt with. We saw um, uh, Aston Villa um, captain at the time. Um, uh, Grealish, he was he broke lockdown regulations. Kyle Walker hosted uh, a sex party with prostitutes. Um, you know, and the, the tone starts to get a little bit darker at this point. Um, the basically, all of these stories have one very common theme: they're all still playing, they're all still being paid vast sums, sponsored and worshipped by millions. Um, the examples they set, and more worryingly, the 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 things they have allegedly done and in some cases have done um, are swept under the rug. I mean, it's, it's it's horrible to say that, but it's true. Okay. Um, again, it's the lens because they do things good. They kick a ball hard. They kick a ball well and accurately, and they kick it better than most other people. Same with tennis. The same with you know, boxing. And that's where I want to move to uh, Isla Cody right away. Isla Cody, um, Billy Joe Saunders, uh, he definitely is not an angel with a dirty face. And, and, and he, is, he is now, in all fairness, he's six cans short of a six-pack. But being undereducated and not very intelligent doesn't mean you can get away with what he has gotten away with and the things he said alone. Um, there have been, been a few incidents with Billy over the years, including one where he um, incentivized a woman who was an, an addict, um, a drug addict, into hitting a random stranger on a street. But there was also, and I think this one, I, in the context of what we're discussing tonight, is important to mention, Billy Joe Saunders um, basically at the start of lockdown made a highly offensive video where he basically suggested how you might domestically abuse your partner if they were annoying you during lockdown. That, And in response, a very well-known female boxer, uh, Clarissa Shields, came out and gave a sort of a self-defence video. But when Billy Joe did that, instantly, the British Board of Boxing Control um, fined him heavily. He made the you know token gesture by um, giving a financial donation to one of the women's charities in the UK. But that was something that he posted on social media thinking it was okay to do. And I think it all points to a culture where people are very shocked and very upset by the images they've seen about this young lady um, today, the lady associated with Mason Greenwood. But there are also people online who, I suppose, are almost saying, oh, we can't take that on face value and saying various things about her, which is just, it, it's a very distressing time. And I think... Football needs to be very clear on their position with this. And I think Manchester United today have been very clear in how they've behaved. And I think it's been very well done. We need to see when these sort of accusations come out, let any trial happen in the correct manner. But I think you need to take swift action to show that you are going to support any alleged victim of domestic violence. And let's remember, it is still an allegation but it has obviously escalated quite quickly today. Okay, now it's not, again, this is not the first time I've said he, he's, he's misbehaved. Uh, Harriet Robson's the, his uh, unfortunate, well, hopefully, ex-girlfriend. Um, Andrew Flint, there were, there were questions raised over her father because I, I had read and I had received then, when I 
kind of was in like kind of confused by what was happening uh, i got a message from a uh, let's just say well an, an afro-caribbean uh woman who is a sports reporter in the uk and she turned around and said you know that it's normal these white girls get their hooks into young black black players and this is what they do that was the attitude given and i've seen and heard this before with oj simpson just because you know, okay, he's 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 the same colour as me means he's okay, or he didn't do anything wrong. But there were questions uh, asked about her father, correct? Well, yes. I mean, reports have have indicated a father claims that um, that her 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 phone was hacked, and she didn't actually intend to release these pictures. And I'm not entirely sure what his point is with that, but. Um, I mean, who would hack it? What, what's what's the what's the purpose here? Um, and I, this is—I I don't want to. I, I'm going to be ironic here. I don't mean to distract from what we should be focusing on, but the fact that a detail like that is being released has that been planted to plow seeds of doubt in people's minds over the, what has really gone on? Um, that in itself is concerning. So we'll have to see how. Well, we'll have to see how that turns out, but um, it's a concerning development, at least. Um, Isolt, uh, the whole situation means that if this goes to a trial by jury, and jurors are, you know, they call like, what do you know about the case and so on, with the advent of social media, like, not advent, the, the world that we live in, it'll be impossible to get 12 you know, good people who don't know about this and haven't got an opinion on it because that's impossible. So no matter what, when he goes to take the stand, should he take the stand, if he doesn't just pay off the girl to go away and get a little wrap in the, the, the wrist, um, it, no, he, he will not have a fair trial. I, I think there's always that fear. And there is, there's also, and I think it is, it is worth mentioning, there's a reason rape trials go ahead so infrequently. It's not just because victims have to go and give their story, but it's because of items that come up before a trial ever happens that make it difficult to either have a jury or for the police to be satisfied enough and the director of public prosecutions to go forward with a, a prosecution. And I think today's details have the fact that so much has been aired and this all started due to social media makes it very, very difficult. It may be the case that, look, someone else got her phone and deliberately released these things with an intention of perhaps protecting her if it was an ongoing domestic uh, violence situation. But also her father should not, under any circumstances, be coming out and giving an interview. And I suppose maybe that that shows that this, uh, perhaps, it's not something he had expected to come out, obviously, but it's a very unusual situation for someone to come out if their daughter has been the victim of something like that and make comments, full stop. No, no, I, I, I agree. I mean, it, it just, I can understand the father's concern and uh, and this doesn't look like, as you mentioned before, Isolt, uh, with our, our, our chat before we went on air, is that this does not look like the first time it happened. Um, this is the same as with doping. Uh, when someone gets caught doping, you never get caught the first time doping. You know, it's just impossible. It just does not happen. Trust me, it does not happen, folks. Um, moving slightly away, and just to talk about the, the, the world of sports in, in general, I mean, in, in the National Football League in America, uh, you know, you get suspended for a game or two games or three games for domestic violence. Um, I mean, can he legally, Isolde, be suspended for, you know, by the league for, let's just say, 10 matches? 
Um, so the, basically, the difference with America is they actually have a process in terms of the NFL, which goes outside of the legal process. So you don't need to be convicted to be sanctioned by the league um, in this manner. Now, they can obviously appeal, um, as I suppose Ray Rice was the very famous option where he he appealed the finding of the length of his ban that he was given. Um, but basically what they can do while the Premier League as an organisation wouldn't necessarily be able to take action to the best of my knowledge in that manner, the club can obviously, I would assume in nearly every contract at this stage, you would have basically a morals clause where if you're alleged to have done certain things or if there's pending court proceedings, you can basically suspend a player. Now, it wouldn't mean that he would be suspended without pay. I would seriously doubt that that was the case. And I would assume that it's just a case that he will not be reporting for duty. And I think that's initially what we saw happen initially with Benjamin Mendy. I don't know if that's the current position, but basically they are suspending you, but they're not punishing you because you're still innocent in the eyes of the law. Okay, uh, Andrew, I, I'm going to widen it out. We, we've mentioned two um, well, sports already. Uh, tennis, for example, has an absolute terrible, terrible reputation. I mean, um, I can personally assess, you know, to, to attest to seeing what goes on behind the scenes and parents beating kids. Uh, I saw a mother here in a tournament um, smacking her daughter repeatedly over the head with a hairbrush. And when I reported it, I was told, well, if you're so concerned, call the police. And the woman who told me that, the tournament director, she really was like, you know, so what? You know, and these weren't Russians who were doing it, it was a German uh, mother that was beating her daughter. Um, even we look at, say, Alexander Zverev, who uh, had, you know, beaten up his girlfriend, uh, Olga Sharipova. And basically the tennis tour were kind of, ah, you know, we don't really want to get into it. Um, why, in media, for example, are we letting athletes away with it? Uh, it's, it's, it's too easy to do so. I think a lot of uh, journalists are scared that their privileges will be withdrawn. Um, and there is there is the other angle as well that, you know, there's, there's what these players earn for the clubs. Um, the clubs will put pressure on journalists. Look, if you're going to tell um, details we don't want telling, um, just think very carefully about whether you're going to be able to get accreditation from us. That that plays a huge part in it. There's no... There's no point trying to pretend it doesn't. Um, I mean, when 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 we're in the realm of allegations and no convictions, you have to be very careful. And like you sort of mentioned, obviously very clearly at the beginning of the segment, you've got to be so careful what you say and what you mentioned as well, Alan, about the world of social media. It's impossible for anybody not to know accusations, but people very very rarely distinguish between accusation and and actual convictions. Um, so. Journalists, uh, they, they, they play to the masses. Okay. Um, scared. Isolde, um, I'm going to end up with you on this. Um, the, the, the situation now I mentioned, of course, in the NHL as well, we had a, a player who suspended for 27 matches for beating up his uh, partner. Um, and then it was uh, Austin Watson from the Pred National Predators. And then it was reduced to 18. And the NHL said that they're disappointed that they had to cut it, but it was like through the deal. Um, one thing that I noticed that you know, journalists, you know, we saw Ben Rothenberg saying about like you know that he uh, asked two players that like why do they like to touch each other's bottoms like their butts like two male players and it was ha 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 and he and he went on to explain it that oh well you see like we're actually friends. Journalists can't be friends with athletes, or am I just on my own? I think there needs to be a level of independence, or if you're going to be objective about them, certainly it's like 
it's almost like suggesting a teacher and their students can be friends. No, because you need to be able to separate one from the other, I think. And that would be my view. There, You can always have a good working relationship, but there is a difference. And I do agree with that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Listen, Isla, thank you very much. I know, Isla, you're going away to collect your dad. So uh, wish your dad a happy birthday from us. And thank you very, very much. And, uh, and Andrew Flint, of course, will be back with us in the Big Filthy Quiz in just a few minutes. And, of course, we have two winners. Hopefully, they'll both join us. Dimitri Vassen, he is one of our two winners who's going to join us. And uh, Ilya, Ilya, if you can join us, um, we're, hopefully you will. Okay. So, folks, we're going to the break right now. Um, I've just said this segment was brought to you by Match Business Consulting, representing the brightest stars in Russian sport find your ideal brand ambassador on match-business.com we're going out with Barnes Courtney and a very appropriate song Glitter and Gold Capital Sports with Alan Moore I am flesh and I am bone rise up ting ting like glitter and gold I got fire in my soul rise up ting ting like glitter
From the beach to the dance floor, Chicane presents Sunsets. Каждое воскресенье в 11 вечера провожаем отличный уикенд. Встречаем новую неделю. Okay, welcome back, folks. Hope you enjoyed the uh, last song. We kind of cool it down a little bit after uh, the, the the last segment, uh, which is quite difficult to try and handle as well and kind of deal with. And something Isolde mentioned to me uh, just as we were kind of going out of the segment was that it's amazing that a woman actually mentioned that. But I think, you know... Therefore, day before the grace of God, we don't know what what our people have gone through and what they think, uh, what goes through their minds. But like you know, to each their own. But the one most important thing is that like you know, you, we have to at least be fair and to look after people who've gone through uh, difficult situations like that. Um, quick mention, of course, at eleven o'clock tonight, uh, Moscow time, the Bengals and the Chiefs are kicking off. Okay, so the Kansas City Chiefs, they of course, at Patrick Mahomes, they are favourites to win that. But Joe Burrows and his Bengals might just pull off a shock. Uh, LA Rams are favourites over the four. 49ers, but then again, you know, you never know what's going to happen there as well. Uh, in the African Cup of Nations, it, there has been a goal. Uh, it is now half time. It is 1 0 to Senegal, as we predicted. It was uh, Diedu, Fumar Diedu, in the 28th minute. Okay, so uh, we have our quiz. It's, it's going to be a good one tonight. Um, trust me on this. It's going to be a, a right bit of fun. Um, so I will say hello in order of uh, how they're going to be, well, addressed this evening. Uh, Andy Mack, are you ready and waiting? I'm dressed. Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Steve K, you're there already, ready to roll. Yeah, good one. Is it about transfers tonight? <laughs> it could be, actually. Yeah. Uh, Andrew <laughs> Flint, you're there ready and waiting for us? Just about. Okay. And Dimitri Vassin, you're there with us to make your debut on the show, correct? Yeah, I'm here. Brilliant, <laughs> Dimitri. Dimitri. Now, of course, we we, we had uh, two other winners, but unfortunately, they couldn't join us. One of them didn't have Skype. Ilya, we will sort something out for you because that's the second time uh, you've been in there. You've been kind of like you know, almost winning, but anyway. Uh, straight away, we're going to start off uh, with our guys. So um, the first one is these are club songs. Okay, so these are club songs. Uh, I think you'll you'll like them. Okay, you will genuinely like them. Um, Steve, listen carefully to them. Okay, if they say Anderlecht, Anderlecht, that's Anderlecht of Belgium, right? <laughs> <laughs> Not Genk of Belgium. <laughs> All right, so here we go. Uh, so starting off with uh, Andy Mack. Andy Mack, I think you will get this one. All right, you will get this one because um, I think they're one of your favourite teams. All right, so you ready? Yeah, I think okay, so. Okay, <laughs> so country, country and then club. So here we go. And you will enjoy it, I promise that. Uh, oh, wait, actually, now, <laughs> now I have to wait for a moment because they're playing an ad before we go on to air. Um, and I will say that, yeah, I'm sort of relaxing or turn recovering after that last segment but here we go so just give me one second uh, we're going to come through this and again uh, it's still 1-0 in that it's actually now in injury time sorry it hasn't finished the first half there's two minutes oh now it is half time yeah it's just gone half time so here we go uh, Andy Mack this one is for you alright you'll enjoy this <laughs> Okay, so give me the country and then the team. Um, I'm going to say France. No, it's Argentina. Um, River Plate. 
No, it's Independiente. Because they said it. They gave away Santa Fe, Santa Fe. Santa uh, Fe, Santa I didn't, Fe. I, I missed that bit. <laughs> and, and talk about missing that bit. Steve Kay is coming up next. <laughs> right, Steve, please. I, I hope you're going to get this one, right? I hope you're going to get this one. All right, so here we go. Uh, this is genuinely a fun one. I'm telling you, this is a fun one, right? Oh, I'm just laughing just thinking about how this is going to come across on the uh, radio. But here we go. Here we go, folks. Okay. Holika, holika, goal. So country, country, country. I can't even speak anymore. Country and team. Sounds like something off the Eurovision Song Contest. <laughs> yeah, it'd be null point for sure. Go on. Yeah. Right, country. Um, what do you reckon? It is in Europe, by the way. It is in Europe. I'll give you that hint. <laughs> that helps. Uh, Poland? No, it's Holland. Or the Netherlands. Uh-huh. Um, Trust them to bollock a goal in. <laughs> <laughs> I, could go for, I could go for the obvious or not so obvious. Go I could go for. A- AZ Alkmaar. No, it's Ajax Amsterdam. Oh, that was one. That was one. <laughs> I, was did, I wanted to say go for the obvious one, Steve, but anyway, all right, here we go. Okay, Andrew Flint. <laughs> Andrew now is like shaking into your man going, oh, please, please don't <laughs> give me a bad one. <laughs> I'm going to try and give you, I'm going to try and give you a fairly easy one, right? <laughs> I don't know how much easier I can make it for you guys, but anyway, here we go. So here we go. This is for you. <laughs> Okay, country and team. <laughs> oh, Christ. Egypt. No, it's France. How do you think it was? Oh, my God. It was oh, French language, anyway. Yeah, you would have got that. <laughs> All right, quick. Come on, Andrew. <laughs> Tell me. Oh, team. Uh, we'll go with Marseille. No, Saint-Étienne. Saint-Étienne. And at the end. Okay. Now, this one, this one, I, I was going to give this to Steve, but I'm going to give this instead to uh, Dimitri. Okay. So, Dimitri, here you go. All right. So, I, I hope you get this one, right? You just, you, I'll play the first, well, 15, 20 seconds for you. Here we go. Okay, Dimitri. The, the country and the team. Uh, it's too hard. I have no clue. <laughs> <laughs> let's say, I don't know, let's say Germany. No, it's Russia. <laughs> I can't go to go. All right, it's no, Russia. Yeah, this yeah. can't be. Yeah, it is. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's obvious I cannot name the team. <laughs> Go on, it's, it's a Moscow team. I'll give you a hint. It's a Moscow team. Moscow? Tarpieda? No, it's Lokomotiv. Lokomotiv. All right. Lokomotiv. Oh. <laughs> Lokomotiv. And it is, it's a great team. I'll play a little bit more. Uh, 
It's quite a nice hymn, actually. It always kind of, you can lift your... Anyway, right. No scores for... No point for everyone in that first round. Sweet Christ. We've never had that. We've never had a round that nobody scored, especially the opening round when I've helped everybody. Right. So great. <laughs> this, is, this, is the, this is the missing... missing. Uh, all right. Do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to, I'm going to give it a, a chance to everyone. So you're going to have a chance to say a country, right? Just say, say the country. You can agree with each other. Start off with um, Dimitri first, all right? Uh, and then you can say the country. This is a chance, so I could, you can say the country, and um, everyone you can either agree or give your own country. Okay, I won't say anything till all four of you have given your choice. All right, so are you ready? So Dimitri, starting with you. Okay, so so last becomes first right now. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Okay. Country. Country. Brazil. No, it's... No, well, I shouldn't say no. Right, go on. Uh, Andrew Flint. Country. Uh, Italy. <laughs> no. Steve. <laughs> I was going to say Italy, but obviously not that. Spain. No. Andy Mack. Portugal. No, it's Croatia. It's Hyduk Split. Damn in the sand. Right. <laughs> I'm going to move on from this because it's hopeless right now. <laughs> right. The missing word round. Here we go. So you to give, tell me what word is missing. Okay. So, Andy Max, I'm with you. Nadal takes what? Unbelievable comeback. Nadal takes what? Big balls. <laughs> give me seven points. No, it actually is. The win. The win in. Okay. Right. Uh, Steve K. This is one, Serdar Asmun, of course, he's gone to Germany. So, Asmun, what? Zenit, what? Asmun. Was that again? Can you say that again? Asmun, Asmun, what? Zenit, what? Oh, Sandia. <laughs> no. Sandia. Okay, no, I'll give you three points. He exits uh, Zenit on a sour note. Okay. Andrew Flint, this one is for you. Okay. Cameroon get benefit of what? Uh, Cameroon get benefit of the doubt. I'll give you five on that. It's actually of strange refereeing decisions. Okay, so it's kind of right. All right, uh, Dimitri, to get off the mark. All right, you're all getting off the mark. So here we go. Okay, so the AFCON, African Cup of Nations, keeps the what coming. AFCON keeps the what coming. I'm not sure I can give an answer. <laughs> you can. I rather listen. You've heard us show before. You know what happens in this part. Any answer will fit. Don't worry. So, <laughs> any word at all. Can you please repeat them? Sure. Afcon keeps the what coming. I'm, um, I'm embarrassed. <laughs> I'm embarrassed. Well, yeah, it's an embarrassment surprises. So I'll give you three points. Okay, you're in third place now with Steve. All right, so very quickly, this is the odd one out round. Okay, you just have to give me which one is the odd one out. Okay, <laughs> so here we go. Uh, Andy Mack. Art Fultz, Art Schlichter, or Frank Philcock? Art Fultz, Art Schlichter, or Frank Philcock? 
They suspend NFL suspensions, National Football League suspensions. Go on. Wait, who's the odd one out? Andy Mack. Is Andy Mack still there? I think Andy Mack has dropped off the call. Andy Mack, you have to unmute. You're muted. Andy Mack. There you go, Andy. You turn off the microphone. Oh, you yeah, turn off the microphone. So, I'm back. Sorry. All right. So quickly, quickly. Art Fultz, Art Schlichter or Frank Philcock? It's got to be uh, Philcock. <laughs> You're actually correct. <laughs> Ten points, really. <laughs> He's the only one that was suspended for life. But then brought back in, his uh, was reinstated. Not surprised. Yeah, so there you go. So I'm not Art, surprised. <laughs> Art Fulce was for betting in 1983. Art Sticker was for match fix in 1925, and he was uh, then brought back in in uh, there. So well done, you're out in the lead, uh, Steve. But this one for you, okay? So uh, <laughs> this is a fun one. All right, Ben Roethlisberger, Ben Roethlisberger, Tom Brady, or Terrell Ryan. Ben Roethlisberger, Tom Brady, or Terrell Ryan. They're all quarterbacks, so who's the odd one out? Tom Brady. No, actually, it is Terrell Ryan. Uh, they were all suspended. Uh, ben Roethlisberger for a sexual assault, or no, a number of sexual assaults. Tom Brady for ball tampering. He was playing with uh, soft balls. And uh, Terrell Ryan was, got five matches. You two got four. He got five matches for benefits he received while he was a student in Ohio State. There you go. All right. Um, so, uh, Andrew Flint, this one's for you. Mike Riley, Terry Glenn, or Adam Jones? Mike Riley, Terry yeah. Glenn, or Adam Jones? Mike Riley. You're actually, oh, well done, yeah. Yeah, he was uh, given one season for vehicular manslaughter. He drove over somebody with his car. The other two were given a season's uh, one for not being a training camp. That was Terry Glenn. And you were for uh, attacking a stripper and then a security guard. That was Adam Jones in 2007. Okay. And Dimitri, final one. Now, you're going you're gonna to get pick up some good scores on this one. Don't worry about that, okay? So here we go. Uh, <laughs> uh, Dimitri Patterson. Oh, Dimitri, there you go. Dimitri Patterson. Tom Brady or Michael Vick. Uh, I think I pick uh, the one with the was the same name as as I am. You were right to pick him, but for the wrong reason. Oh. Uh, it's actually Tom Brady. Tom Brady was def- uh, suspended for four games for uh, dog. Um, uh, sorry for for uh, deflating the balls. Michael Vick was uh, was banned for life for dog fighting, and Dimitri Patterson was banned for life for not turning up for the training camp. So our winner today is Andy Mack but Dimitri we're going to get a gift to you don't worry about that you didn't win the, the jersey but you're going to get a gift in any case so thank you very very much guys uh, Steve K thank you Andrew Flint Andy Mack thank you very much and of course Dimitri Vassen thank you very very much thank you thank you okay folks we will uh, say goodbye for now remember I said at the top of the show COVID is still there. It's still a very, very big issue. We know it's rising in Moscow, so please take care of yourselves. I'm not going to talk about vaccinations. That's to each to their own. I got vaccinated because it was important for work and, you know, because I'm dealing with people from all different you know, ages and so on, and I've had to travel a lot and do a lot of work. Um, but I was taking care with masks and sanitising and so on. So please, please take care. My own little boy, he's 12 years of age, got sick um, this week, came down very suddenly, and he is still sick today. So, uh, you know, the temperatures were 13. 37 um, he's been diagnosed with COVID everyone around him is okay but again folks do not take the chance look after yourselves okay that's the most important thing um, 
And if anyone was affected by the discussion in the second part of the show, the second segment, uh, speak about it, reach out about it, don't worry about it, okay? Because uh, we're all in this together, okay? So just give a call to somebody, speak with somebody, uh, it's the most important thing. Okay, so I will go out and say thank you all, have a lovely week, and we're going to go out with Gym Class Heroes and The Fighter. So I'll say thank you all one more time, and say have a good week, take care of yourselves and each other. Capital Sports with Alan Moore. Quite 